0: welcome back soapy what's up my brother how are you uh
1: i'm good i uh good no concerts
0: yeah that's good take a break give the old eardrums a rest oh wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) i actually just got off
1: the phone with apple the company yeah because because they Mm -hmm. heard us talking about um talking shit about them last time shit yeah yeah they asked me to cease or desist
0: I say we put it up on the Instagram poll. We'll let the people decide. Which one we do? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I uh, I said I'd get We're back
0: to – We're a democratic podcast for sure.
1: What, what's his name? Uh, Jeff – was it Bezos? Bezos at Amazon? Yeah. Uh, th- you're thinking of uh, Jeff I think Foxworthy. Crossed,
0: I think you're crossing your wires here with um, <laughs> your entrepreneurs there. Anyway, um, oh, shout out Jeff Foxworthy. Good call. We should get those guys on soon. Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Blue Collar Podcast Tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we doing? What are we going to talk about today? Oh, I know. As we were so um, so very well brought in by one of my favorite American music artists, Nelly and the St. Lunatics. Mm. Great. That's, a, that's such a good song. And that's such a good album. And that's such an amazing music video. Better up. Oh, yeah recently re-stumbled across it per your recommendation going against one of my recommendations for the opening song that could have come back to bite you right in the butt um but excellent call i think i think it worked out well thank you i was thinking about my butt when i made the suggestion Mm. Mm -hmm. okay um different videos videos outrageous um if you haven't seen it well, we haven't seen it. I don't really know what to tell you. Um unless you have YouTube, there's really no other way of finding it. But anyway, um
1: And do people Yeah, I don't even know if people have YouTube anymore. I I
0: don't know, but a lot of great cameos, uh including George Jefferson. <laughs> that was my he, favorite. Wait, is serious question, is George Jefferson that guy's name? <laughs> no. Um it's not, okay. His I, name's I even it was, better. It's Sherman Hemsley. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> That's right. Um, great cameo by him. Uh, great cameo by those um, announcers towards the beginning of the video. Were those, uh, were those black people in whiteface, or were those actual white people like in like Chappelle's show when he used to do like the news anchor?
1: I think it's the first thing. I, those, really? Those would have been pretty funny looking white people if they were, which <laughs> all, no offense if they were. That's fine. But um Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Hey you're you're listening to a couple funny, funny looking white people right now. hmm <laughs> You especially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you would be a very funny looking white person if you were a white person. <laughs> shout out us. Yeah, shout out um Yeah, absolutely. Nailed it. Anyway, the reason and um <laughs> reason we kind of brought that up or are um going through that rather, is uh baseball has been in the news for not a lot of good things, um, Major League Baseball is still not even, from what it appears, not even close to coming back anytime soon. Certainly not in a time frame that I, I would appreciate. But the other thing is we had a, the latest 30 for 30 air this past Sunday, so a couple of days ago. Long Gone Summer was the name of it. And it was all about the um, summer of 1998, home run chase between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, And I personally was really looking forward um, to this film. And you and I have kind of talked a little bit off camera about our feelings overall on the the documentary. You, um, I guess I'll let you go first. What were some of your overall thoughts of it? And then also I think you should enlighten the audience to that. Uh, statistic you shared with me earlier about the um, viewership on this episode.
1: Mm. So we'll start with that, I guess. Um, sure. I I actually thought it was entertaining. Um, I guess there wasn't anything like super in depth, and maybe that's why people had um, like didn't find it all that interesting. So in terms mm. of the ratings, out of all the ratings thirty stumped. for thirties that came out this year, um, it was wor- the worst one. Which I think there's been six. Um, really. Yeah, because I think the Vic one was two parts. Oh, yeah. They that do was... count The Last Dance, oh, sure. uh, Lance, Bruce Lee. And I want to say that there's one other one.
0: Yeah. Um, bu- 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 oh, the Dennis. there was a Dennis Rodman one, too. Oh, yeah. Separate Dennis Rodman one. And there was the UFC one about Chuck Liddell and uh, bu- 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 Tito Ortiz, which I thought was actually pretty good. I think we talked about that before. So yeah. I, guess, I guess there were more this year than I thought.
1: But the um, fact that baseball came in last compared to some like you know, I guess um, second tier, uh, second tier, just non major sports, dude coming in yeah. last behind
0: Lance Armstrong, that's yeah, nuts. But, but Lance, Ar- I think that, and I have seen that one for the most part. I thought, and I thought that one was pretty good, but La- it, it wasn't really. No pun intended I guess... when I say
1: nuts. By the way,
0: nut is the appropriate <laughs> the mm. appropriate. But again, Lance Armstrong's bigger than just like a bicycle document or cycling documentary. Like he was an interesting character with obviously a story people would be willing to tune into. And that's just why I'm so surprised. Like, honestly, out of all those, I guess not including Last Dance because that's just, you know, different, obviously. i was I was definitely most looking forward to this one uh, over this past weekend. I just thought that was such a cool story to put into a documentary. And I think, well, I'll put it this way to start, start things off. I've kind of gone back and forth. My first initial thoughts were, wow, this thing stinks. And I really didn't enjoy it. And I actually didn't even finish it that night. I had like half an hour left. I just went to sleep because I really wasn't, I really wasn't enjoying watching it. And then talking to you the next day, um, I think at first you gravitated it, gravitated towards it a little more than I did. I came around a little bit. I watched it again kind of off and on the past couple days. I don't think it was that it was bad. It was just, I was just pretty disappointed because like I said, I thought it had the potential to be really awesome. And I thought it was going to be a little more like last dance with really like taking us back to that time and going through, I don't know, kind of like a 1998 timepiece. And I just didn't, to me it just didn't have that same vibe. Yeah, I could agree with that.
1: I think maybe I'm thinking of it a little bit differently, but I I definitely could have used some some more maybe pop cultural references from that time to be like, oh well, mm-hmm. here here's what else was popular in that time. Like, um, I mean, first of all, they touch on it very briefly, but that was in the same summer that the Bulls just finished off their you know the last dance in season.
0: in the same town.
1: Yeah, in the same city. Um, Start the
0: city started with the same letter. Yeah. Same city, same weather. like it was literally the same city. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. Like it was, the, you know what I mean. The Chicago's all over the world. They both took place in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that.
1: Yeah, the American one. Um, <laughs> I was mistaken until I you don't I get it. Pulled up some research, but no, I just um I think maybe because I don't know. I like home runs. I just love touching first, second, third, and home in and that home. specific 100%. order. Home really um, just makes it. Yeah. You can't have a home run without home. It, it would no. a home no. run by any other name. No. um, But it's also <laughs> like, it's hard to find records in other sports that people would tune in for regardless of the teams involved. Like I know yep. you're, you're big into um, intentional walks and mm-hmm. fly ball outs to right field. So I, I wasn't able to <laughs> see if there was like a special coming out on that soon. But as far as baseball goes, this had to be the one, like the, uh, the DiMaggio oh, yeah. hit streak. That's fucking 100 years ago. Yep. Um, I don't know. I guess you could talk about Ted Williams. Uh, what did he do? He fought in the uh, he fought in World in a War three.
0: He might have been the last. No, that's not the one. Was he the last guy to hit 400 or did someone do that? Didn't someone do that recently or no? No,
1: he was the last guy.
0: People have come close. I remember Ichiro came close for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know who Ichiro is, obviously. Um someone else. Who the fuck? I don't remember exactly. Remember randomly one relatively recent Red Sox year, like within the last 20 years, didn't Bill Miller win a batting title? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was 03. Yeah, so that I mean, I assume they're just still compiling archive footage to get that 30 for 30 released. Um Yeah, I it's mean, the that, Bill Miller be a ratings Miller machine. Miller versus Miller. Miller versus time. Miller <laughs> Batting <left>. time. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I just think it could have been better. I mean, it was it was cool to see. I mean, but and I've seen a i have seen I saw a few people say this on Twitter. It was basically It was just like a. At some points, it was kind of it was just like a compilation of home runs. I was like all right, like here's the home run. Here's how far they were. The one thing I did like was it reminded me um, that 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 Ken Griffey Jr. was right there that whole time too. Yeah, Especially in the beginning. And then fucking Sammy Sosa came out of nowhere in June. And I think he had 20 home runs in June. And then Griffey kind of fell off a little bit. Um, but it, it, it's tough because I, I did think it was going to be a little more focused on steroids too. That really wasn't part of it at all. They but didn't I mean, mention
1: it until the last 15 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, But I don't know. I thought about this too. It's like that must that's kind of tough for Major League Baseball to do as well. You know what I mean? It's like... I don't think they really want to dive into that ever again. It's almost like they're just trying to completely forget about it. Yeah, and I
1: think it, at that yeah. point it's like, well, what's the point of even mentioning it if you kind of assume that all the best players at that time were using it anyways? So if we're going to prop these guys up, then then let's do it. We yeah. don't have to talk about
0: the stuff that um, well, it pretty much was a uh, level playing field. It, true. And, and again, it's still it, it's still it was still good in the sense that it brought us back to that was just an awesome time for baseball like that, I think, was the last time baseball was that was like the peak pretty much like steroid era peak between that and then a couple of years after that you had bonds and, and all that shit. And then kind of took a dip a little bit. Um, now, obviously, who the hell knows if the sport's even going to survive. Um, but without going too deep into the film itself, I think that's my you know overall Disappointing. Thought it could have been better. Still pretty enjoyable to watch. Had some notes and some takeaways from the film, from the characters in the film, from the era. I know you did as well. Um, I'll I'll go first. I think this is one thing that we can both perhaps have a conversation on, and hopefully our listeners can enjoy and and partake as well. My notes simply say, Sammy Sosa physical appearance. And um, I think... (laughs) I think mm. that speaks uh, volumes in regards to what in the name of all Christ happened to this guy in the course of, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years, 1998 till when did he become like a ghoulish looking ventriloquist dummy? Like the late, like 2000s? Yeah.
1: Um, so he didn't retire until I think oh six or 07. You remember he was yeah. with the
0: Orioles? I remember him in the, <laughs> um, where did he get traded to right after the Cubs? Texas, the I'm pretty Sox? sure. He started out in Texas. He was drafted by Texas. They showed that in the movie. No, but he, he oh, definitely, Sox, like. Sense. Yeah, Texas as well. I remember that. You're right.
1: But, yeah, um, I don't know. I guess I had to have been some at some point after that. I think they should have brought that up.
0: Long it, That's. I think more people have question marks around what the hell happened to Sammy Sosa's body as opposed to, you know, did he do steroids or not? Or how many home runs did he hit? don't give a shit about that anymore. I need to know. I mean, we deserve answers to a lot of these unsolved mysteries. Shout out another great television show. (laughs) Uh, Didn't
1: he once have a, a corked bat? Or am I thinking of someone else? Nope. He got busted
0: big time for a cork bat. I remember that. That was so weird. Maybe he has a corked face. Maybe he, yeah. He just went all in on cork mm. and said, hey, you know, I am smacking balls left and right with this thing. What, what else can you cork? <laughs> <laughs> I could, uh, what, what else is available for me to put a cork? Um, sir, while Couple I'm here, cork. while I'm here at
1: Corks R Us, uh, <laughs> is it can you give me a deal
0: on anything if i buy in bulk i mean exactly that had to be it because you know what i mean it's like that shit's not cheap i would assume corking a bat i bet it it made economical sense for him to just you know do a bigger overall cork job (laughs) i think i don't know if it would make it
1: weirder or not i think it i think it would make it more normal if he didn't fucking gel his hair all the time too because the combination of the like, his face like you said is like a ventriloquist dummy so it's like almost shiny in nature and then he's got like sh- yep. like fucking glossy ass hair too so he mm-hmm. legitimately doesn't look like a person he's like no 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 he's like if someone was like I kind of want to try the Michael Jackson thing but don't like let's yep.
0: not turn it all the way up it was like a trial run <laughs> it was like it was like a, it was like a poor man's Michael Jackson treatment pretty give, much
1: give me uh give me 88 MJ.
0: Yeah, something – yeah, I don't want to go all in, but I want to look like, you know, you started Michael Jackson and then three-quarters of the way he got up and said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I, don't, I don't need to go any further. <laughs> he, he,
1: he walks in and he's like uh, – no, it's like when you get a haircut and they ask you what, mm-hmm. what do you want. He's yeah. – <laughs> somehow on the wall there's a picture of Michael Jackson next to Chucky, <laughs> the doll. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like a cross between those two things.
0: <laughs> I was actually talking about that barber poster to the right with you know the haircuts one through twenty, but <laughs> all right, that's fine. Hey, <laughs> cust- customer's always right in today's uh, today's market. So, I can very see that. bizarre. Could it, nothing resembled a human. Um, so let's let's just get that straight. It was just very very strange looking guy, especially compared to what he, he used to look like. He used to be a very young, energetic. Um, you know, for baseball, he was a pretty kind of like, you know, he he had some swag for for baseball at the time. Mhm. Certainly. And then uh it certainly certainly took a turn for the worst. Um what else? Oh. This documentary did bring Harry Carey back into my life. What an absolute fucking legend that guy was. Yeah. Talk about weird-looking people. <laughs> mhm. That guy was something. Um I had magnifying glasses for glasses my goodness speaking of yeah absolute like like coke coke bottle glasses is is beyond an understatement i don't know what those things were hair was a mess uh just got fatter and like sloppier as his years went on um (laughs) of course r.i.p he did pass away he did didn't he die like that year like the year before yeah they said yep bad timing um Imagine that, like, you cover the Cubs your whole life, like, historically, just shitty franchise who never wins, and then you die the year before, like, exciting things start to happen.
1: Yeah, I wonder if he was born, um... I wonder if he was alive for, like, their last World Series win, like, in the early 1900s. Mm,
0: he was old. He was damn old. But, I mean, if he died in 1998... <laughs> he would he have had to have been... to be. I assume at 98. least 98. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. Someone will have to look that up. We'll have our I actually I gave our research crew the night off. Um <laughs> told it, you know, head out, enjoy us enjoy it. Spend time with family. So we'll have to look that up later ourselves. We do support um, unions. I've had of a lot course. a lot of people asking me that. We are union friendly. Very union uh, friendly. Specifically Western Union. Big <laughs> yeah, sponsored by. And that that brings us right into our first sponsor, uh Western Union, mm-hmm. big supporters of the show. Um but yeah, did you Harry want to Craig, read the ad or should I I, I i'd rather not read it at all okay gotcha how this thing's gonna go um <laughs> what else oh i pass it to you go ahead yeah what were some of your takeaways um from the special
1: um yeah i guess yeah the more i think about it it, it was kind of disappointing um it just sucks because i was trying to think of comparisons in the other sports um mm-hmm. like i was saying earlier like what would you actually tune into and there's nothing that I would I can really think of that's season long like that. Not like,
0: like records. No, no, I agree. not like I, individual records. No way. That baseball has the best records. Hundred percent. And home runs are exciting enough. Um, Chicks did, especially then when when there was a legit chance. There was there, every time one of those guys came up, there was a chance for a home run, mm-hmm. like a a you know a, what a scientifically proven chance that they were going to hit a home run. Um, and, and that's even before bonds. Like when, when bonds was doing his thing, that was just like, you couldn't afford not to watch him. Um, cause yeah. it reminds me, remember there's one scene in the movie too, where McGuire was talking, he's like, Oh, I was in a slump and, and this, this, and that. And you know, they the fans were really getting on me. He went five fucking games without a home run and they're ready to like kick him out of St. Louis. <laughs> that's so that preposterous. Was,
1: that was really weird to me. How much, um. How much, maybe not the team allowed it, but how much coverage there. Okay, here's what I thought was really strange. The fact that they talked about it, like, since the beginning of the season, in what other sport or what other instance can you think of where they're like, yeah, this season he has, like, Russell Westbrook has a chance to average a triple double? Like, no one talks about that until halfway through, like, if someone has a chance. But they were talking about this since the beginning, I think, since yeah, um, the end of the previous season. Because they were like, "Well, yeah, oh, yeah. there's a couple guys that, that could do it between Bonds. I mean, be t- between McGuire and Griffey. Um, yep. So that was yep. kind of weird. I also thought it, w- it was cool that they were divisional rivals. So that must have been mm-hmm. sick if you were a fan Crazy. of each of those teams. Um, mm-hmm. A little nostalgia. It was really weird seeing when they were flashing back to McGuire as an Oakland A. Mm. seeing a full Oakland a stadium during the regular season
0: that was strange
1: dude in yeah, our years of, of watching baseball it was just the fucking tarp in in the outfield cuz they had like 600 fans behind home plate and that was about it like yeah, even during the Giambi shit. years and yeah like Miguel Tejada
0: yep those are fun teams as well
1: every those summer they would turn it teams. around after the all-star oh, yeah. break and they would get they would always like either make the wild card or win the AL West and it was after like a mediocre to slightly above average first half of the season. It was incredible.
0: Yeah, uh, They would have huge – they would just like own August and just climb and climb and climb. And even that's like – I just – maybe it's because we're older. You know what I mean? And like we don't follow it like we did when we were kids. But I don't notice that anymore. Like I don't tune in every morning to watch Sports Center and like – you could literally watch teams climb up the rankings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit, like, the Sox are five games back, four games back. Here they come, three games back. Big series with the Yankees going into the weekend. Like, I vividly remember watching SportsCenter and, like, seeing graphics of the AL West division and just, like, have them literally showing, like, you know, the A's moving up and in the winning streak and stuff like that because those teams were so fun because those were – like speaking of like Sammy Sosa having swag in baseball, those teams were legit like, like cool at the time. Like you said, Giambi, Tejada. Um, I remember they had Eric Chavez at third base. He was sick. Giambi's little brother was on the team. Um, they had that three that three headed pitching uh, trio of Mark Mulder, Tim Hudson, and Barry Zito, which mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Like that's three out of your five starters that can just go lights out uh, routinely. Um, and just shit like that. Yeah, that 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 was fun. And again, that was even after all this all this stuff. I think it was still steroid era because Giambi was a known steroid guy, right? Yeah. Or was that when he got to New York, big juicer?
1: I th- I think it was I think it was before and during. I remember whenever they would come to the come to before, Fenway, after. the stu- the stupidest chant would break out. It was always you use steroids. <laughs> it was like you couldn't think of anything yeah, more yeah. original. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, that I baseball used to be so much better. And I, I was thinking uh, of like the other baseball oh, way better. records. Um yep. High strikeout games, those were always yep. sick. Again, yep. that's only contained to, to one game, but uh but still. between like Pedro Clemens and and Randy Johnson,
0: there was always some like, like having cool the K the, them. the K signs in the crowd. Yeah. Like up in the monster and shit like that. That's awesome. Yep. Dude, even just even just no-hitters and perfect games. Yeah. You know, like there's nothing better than watching something and then just seeing on the ticker, like you know, um, you know Kurt Schilling, no, no hitter through five, six, seven, um, and then just tuning in. And usually they 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 used to sometimes cut into it, like on a national game, like ESPN and shit. Yeah. Nowadays it's like that that doesn't excite me at all. Like, a I feel like they happen a lot more. That's um, a thing. Yep. And and B it's just like again maybe it's because we're older. You know, uh, baseball. Baseball to me has always been a, a game and sport for kids. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the nostalgia is wearing off, but there, there's just nothing like that anymore. Um,
1: you also and had that. Even... Uh, you had like a bad run in with pine tar once, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all, that all down from there. Really. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there for I sure. I also
1: don't like mounds in general, so I don't know. I kind of have a uh, yeah an inclination away from the game.
0: But yeah, but I. I what about mounts the candy bar?
1: Oh. Too soon? Um, yeah, let's – I don't want to get emotional let, on the let, podcast. Let's, let's
0: shift gears. Let's shift gears away from that. Sure. Um, Even like hit streaks, hitting streaks.
1: Yeah. I, what is the closest that we've seen? I, I think – Um. I was remember. it like Luis Castillo? I was
0: just going to say that. I didn't know if you'd remember that. That's the one random re- recent. It's probably like 20 years ago that I remember <laughs> when he was on Florida, right?
1: Yeah, I want to say he it got was like into in the 40s. 40s, I
0: think. Maybe it was that high. Yeah, maybe it was that high.
1: Oh, man. that I would tune Those in for cool. that.
0: I think, uh, who did, uh, might have been JB. I think Jackie Bradley had one recently, like when he was in the 20s. Um, That's crazy. Did, there's a Yankee, him. too. Maybe Bernie Williams. I forget. Someone had one recently. But yeah, that, that'll never get touched. 56 games. Like we freak out over 30 and you're like halfway there. <laughs> you know what I mean it's like it's it's crazy like there's certain records that aren't going to get broken now I mean home runs now obviously like I don't even know what's considered the home run record anymore I think now uh the league leaders
1: I, I'm saying this without looking but I'm, I'm guessing that Bryce Harper and Trout are in like the
0: the low to mid 40s but I, I mean like what's considered like the all-time season like do they still consider 70 uh what what did Bonds do 73 or was that yep. McGuire? 73 right yeah so is that considered the home run record or do they just like not talk about that and go I, back pre-steroids
1: i think as much as they don't want to i think they admit it just because like his contemporaries and his peers are like you know
0: regardless of what he was on we still think he was the best he even still before fucking that hit him. He, he, he hit the baseball over the fucking fence like <laughs> he yeah. still did that 73 times either way no no one's going to touch that anytime soon unless they bring steroids back
1: Dude, him being in uh, San Francisco like and being to able it. to hit them into the water there was so perfect. Was awesome.
0: And that's how crazy it was. You could literally go out. People would go out in their kayaks like expecting to catch a home run. Mm. So not only did they expect him to hit one, they, they knew there was a good chance he would hit it in that spot as well. Isn't that where the Titanic happened? McCovey Cove? No. I think you're thinking of McCully Culkin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> alone Shit. lost in san francisco fuck yeah Episode yeah sorry, six. <laughs> <laughs> um but there was another scene too like oh, okay here's the here's another kind of not to go too far off this but how about like some of the the conversation about like those memorabilia guys like multi-million dollar collection of home run baseballs
1: that was pretty cool but at that the was same
0: time cool. i was like absurd
1: yeah i was like uh it's just a, a rich guy who has him. That's not yeah, that cool. Um, but he brought
0: up a really good point. Remember, he's like, he's like baseball is different because you set a home run. Like you hit, I don't know, like the most all-time points in a basketball game. They call timeout. They get the basketball. They give it to you, whatever. Football, you throw a touchdown. They stop the game. They give you the ball, whatever. Home runs is a free-for-all. You know, You, you hit it out in the stands. Whoever gets it. They control the market on mm. on what that looks like and what happens to it, which I do think is cool. That is kind of exciting.
1: I did so. I read something um, afterwards on Twitter where I'm pretty sure it was that guy, where it was like after the game. Um, yeah, it must have been the guy who uh, who caught the seventieth one. Either way, whichever mm. one of the home runs it was, mm. um, they the Cardinals offered to like give him some signed shit. Meet McGuire and take a picture with him, and he refused. And then, yeah, terrible offer, no brainer. So then, it sold for two point seven (laughs) million.
0: Yeah, good move, good investment, decent, (laughs) good, good, good ROI on that one, buddy. Yeah, those are crazy. Um, But yeah, I, I was thinking too. Like, as far as other, there are other individual records that I guess we follow in other sports, but it's just like most recently. You know, like Drew Brees had the all time passing record, and that was cool, but it's not like you're going to tune into it because also no. a lot of those you just, you're just waiting for it to happen. Like we knew Drew right. Brees was going to do that. Touchdowns, kind of the same thing. I guess I remember the year with Tom Brady and Randy Moss. That was kind of cool, but it's like that also wasn't the point. Like, and I think it brings it back to there's just such a different weight on. Individual versus team stats between baseball and everything else, like nothing about that documentary, nothing about that ninety eight season was about like the Cubs and the cardinals i don't even know where they finished that year like i don't even know if they were any good. All you cared about was the home runs yeah that that was crazy. The
1: Cardinals were like barely above five hundred. the Cubs did really? make the wild card, yeah, dude um, and, the, and the Cardinals, even in the beginning of the season, um even though the home run chase was you know the whole season mm-hmm. they from the highlights, it looked like the stands didn't fill up, like sold out, until the second half of the season, where, where people were like, yeah. "All right, now we got to get to um, Cardinals games." And I don't know if it was like since then, but ever since then, cause St. Louis has always been a good baseball city. But I feel like now, whenever yeah. it seems like they're on ESPN the most on like Sunday night yeah, they're, baseball, they're, they're always yeah, they're a national
0: up draw. But yeah, yeah um, sure. I feel like. But what I was saying was like, if you do that in team sports, like you get shit on. Like, that's why people shouldn't, like, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, 100%. He's a stat stuffer. It's like, okay, Mark McGuire just cared about hitting home runs, (laughs) and people, like, praised him for it, and his team stunk. I think
1: it's just more impressive because, number one, you you only have so many at-bats in a game. Number two, Mm -hmm. you can't control the pitches you get. And number three, Mm. they could actually take you out of the game with my, well, our favorite play, the intentional walk. Um, Mm. So, yeah, it's just like... Damn, to be able to accomplish that with or without what were That's, they injecting? Penicillin? I don't know what the fuck it was. Something like that. Um,
0: Slantstone vitamins.
1: <laughs> I like I was trying to think of uh individual game records. Mm-hmm. I, I came up with a, so actually team records, the Warriors when they went seventy three and nine, no yep, one fucking gave a fuck about that because number one it's the NBA where the regular season is kind of just taken for granted. Doesn't matter. Yep. That team was too good anyways. It would have been crazy if they didn't hit at least seventy um yeah so no one no one really cared about that kobe going 81 if he was to do that in the twitter era i think mm. that would have been sick but yep. that's the thing it's like it would need to go viral like mid-game and right. then people would really really like latch on yep. um
0: what about AP, the patriots 16 and oh that that would be sick i wish that happened um like a little later on in, but like, that's the dip like i remember that season and we're you know patriots fans People were almost like, I don't want this to happen. Like, I'd rather them lose. Remember that? Like, people would rather lose a game, go into the play. I, as soon as we finished season 16 and all, I was nervous the whole time. Yeah. I was like, that's just it's just a story waiting to happen. Same thing with the Warriors. Yep. Spoiler: They lost in the finals. In another spoiler, the Patriots lost in the Super Bowl. It's just like you know what I mean? That stuff is just, like team records like that don't mean anything if they're in the regular season because then when you lose. A, the pressure is just insurmountable, and then when you lose, you just get shit on 10 times more. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah, fair, it, but it kind of is it, how it works.
1: It does suck how, like, in, in those sports, it's like, eh, we, we would prefer you lose so we can just get this out of the way.
0: Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think, obviously, baseball... Baseball is just, like, that classic, like, historical sport where these records... I don't know how important they are anymore, but during that time definitely like that was that was things players wanted to accomplish like I guarantee like if you ask Mark it's no secret if you ask either one of them you know what are your goals this year they don't give a fuck about winning they want to break the home run record yeah. and I'm sure they would have said that now flip-flop that with anyone else what is the go-to like cliche answer like oh like you know how would you feel about winning MVP this year oh I don't care about that it's all about just winning a championship
1: mm-hmm. you know what I
0: mean? if you say anything besides that you are looked at as a uh, selfish or, or a bad teammate or whatever you want to call it yeah which is just silly yeah like do you have uh we know you have the team goals in mind but um
1: you know what do you think about your chances <laughs> of winning it. the uh assistant comeback coach of the year like right. no one
0: ever answers that question the way
1: that you, no. you would want them to
0: no uh, never that's just a media hey, we we as media people despite that battle at uh, one day at a time we'll get there eventually do you do you remember where you were when uh adrian peterson ran for 253 yards Mm, no, was I with you?
1: No, that's that's oh. the point. Is it like, yeah, like, probably people probably don't even remember that. I think that's still the record. Um, sounds like it happened. I don't know. It, <laughs> if someone did beat that, I'd be impressed. But yeah, it's like that's another one where an individual game record. It's like yeah, they'll talk about it for that day, but that's it. It will be forgotten.
0: I do remember Ray Allen breaking the three-point record. That's a good one. Yeah, That one I followed, and then Steph beat that, right? Uh,
1: or no? I don't think he has yet. He's beaten a, the single game.
0: Re- that's maybe, No, I know that. Re- Ray's record was all-time, right? All-time threes yep. over Reggie? Okay. I thought Steph did something during his MVP year, his unanimous MVP year.
1: Mm, I think he maybe scored not. sometimes.
0: I don't think he scored that year. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go I, back and look.
1: I I shouldn't just like, you know,
0: pull the trigger. No, he's, he's, he scored. I remember, um, you remember yeah, a couple of There's There's a game against Memphis. <laughs> he got, um, it's like a fast break or something, but no, he, he, he scored that year for sure. Um, I must yeah. be thinking of some other sort of record that he did. Maybe it was like three, three point percentage or something like that. But uh, another thing I thought was interesting, speaking of like these individual records, I did like when they kind of flashed back to Roger Maris on the Yankees, um, fucking who originally miserable. broke that record. Good God. No shit, dude. What a misery! what a, like, shitty—I don't know. Day-to-day, that guy had to go through playing baseball. No fucking wonder his hair was falling out. He's ripping butts, like, in the locker room during, like, his interviews. Good God. He's getting, like, death threats from his own home fans. Have you seen that movie, 61? On HBO? No, I haven't. It, it's phenomenal. It, like it's honestly one of my favorite sports movies of all time. I thought
1: that and, had to do with like the retirement age in America. That's why I never watched it.
0: No, that's you're thinking of sixty five. Ah, right, see, another good film. Also stars Roger Maris. Um, <laughs> but no, th- this it, it was really good. Um, it's basically about Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle. Um, Going back, apparently you can only break the home run record if you're like racing someone else uh, at the same time in your own city, but um, but no, it was really good. But it's like Jesus Christ, like that guy was getting fucking death threats. Um, Like I said, his own home fans like throwing garbage on him and right (laughs) people. Dude, whatever they showed him because like, dude, like I'm literally killing myself trying to hit home runs so your home team wins a world series and you thank me by throwing like your finished banana peels in my face when i'm like trying to catch a fly ball uh, like, i just got a pepsi dumped ready. in my hair can I, can I get a quick timeout <laughs> uh, someone just pegged me in the head with a freaking pool cue
1: dude you know I what he looked might... like he looked like um, because all the footage is black and white. Even though it was thirty years later, he dude. He looked like he was in the bread line during like the Great Depression.
0: He didn't look well. Yeah, he looked like <laughs> he looked like I don't know. I, I, he just had he had he had like league minimum salary written all over him. Every time you saw him, <laughs> just absolutely miserable, busting his ass day in and day out.
1: The clip when no, he walked like, in the like, into the concourse and um, like all the reporters surround him at once. You could yeah. tell if uh, imagine if he was mic'd up somehow, like walking in, and he was just like, oh, "This fucking shit again. I'm done." You know what? Oh, I'm God, done. it's only it's only June. Shit,
0: I am done with this. No more home <laughs> runs. I wish yeah. he just protested. That'd be a real protest back in the day. Just steps out of the batter's box, <laughs> lays his bat down, and just lays down on his back and refuses to <laughs> No, somehow he starts exclusively hitting triples yeah dude like literally hits a home hits one out of the park gets like one foot before touching home plate and then just like moonwalking back to third base and op- opting for a triple
1: uh i prefer three bases here sorry it's my favorite
0: number sorry I'm, big, I'm trying to get my triple numbers up I'm trying to hit for the cycle
1: um, I like the view from third. I I yeah. really hate sitting in the dugout. So if I could stand here, yeah. that'd be great.
0: Yeah, that, that that guy saw some shit back in his day. Um, what else? Another thing that kind of I thought was interesting. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this little segment. I think it was an interview. Might have been Bob Costas. Bob Costas played a big role in this documentary. Um, speaking of uh, guys who are like a hundred years old, speaking somehow of guys looks forty like mannequins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There was an, there was a, I think it was like going into the game where McGuire, and this is, this is again, how crazy this shit got. They were like, I think he was like one home run away from tying it. And they treated that game like it was like game seven of the world series. Like, okay, this is going to happen. Let's just talk about it before. And they had Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa in the same room, right? Same interview. Mm-hmm. And Bob Cost, this was like, all right, Mark, like, um, like tonight could be the night. No fucking pressure. Like, how do you feel about this? And what does this mean to you? And then he asked Sammy Sosa. He's like, so Sammy, like, what it would mean to you if, if Mark McGuire broke this record, like, playing against you in the same field? And he had, like, some, you know, canned response, blah, blah, blah. But think about how absurd that is. That would be like, that would be like going into game six of the finals and, like, having a sit-down interview with LeBron and Steph Curry. And asking Steph Curry, like, hey, like, what would it mean to you if LeBron, like, won game six tonight and, and won the won the NBA finals on your guys' home court?
1: <laughs> How would you feel if uh, LeBron tonight hit the game winner by posterizing you and then, like, while he was still hanging from the rim,
0: he said something about your wife? Exactly. Uh, talk to us about that, Steph. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could, I'd rather, I'd rather go differently. Um, but no, I guess I'd be, I guess I'd be happy for him. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're 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 playing in the fucking game too. That <laughs> is such a stupid
1: reporter thing. Like that's when I really understand why athletes get mad sometimes when yeah. they just say something super obvious, and they'll be like, "Talk about this." It's
0: what the all. Fuck the do you want me shit. to talk about? They've been saying the same shit for their whole career. Like it's the same. Like those halftime, um, whatever. I don't even want to call them interviews. Whatever. Um, when you just uh when you just you know like hey how, you know what 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 adjustments you're going to make in the second half blah 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 blah. it's yeah. like those don't need to be asked you're going to get the same canned response thank god there's people like craig craig greg popovich who are just like so fed up with it <laughs> you know what i mean like like r.i.p craig sager but some of those craig sager greg popovich interactions were so good
1: yeah that's what i always appreciate if if you might as well just try to make it funny or like I don't know if I can chum it up with something.
0: The, with no your one's, interview. Li- no one, yeah, no one's waiting for groundbreaking like discovery. It's it's never gonna happen.
1: Do they uh, even do that with Belichick? I'm trying to picture one where God, he's walking Hell off no. like for halftime. No way.
0: Absolutely, like no, that's a suit. That's a suicide. He would spit that's into your wish.
1: microphone.
0: Literally, just kick you in Feed the nuts and give you a stone cold stunner. I think Nick <laughs> Saban's probably the closest thing to Belichick and we all know what happens when you ask Nick Saban a question <laughs> in the middle of the game. Absolutely ruthless, put you on blast. Um I don't I honest to god, I don't know why people even interview Bill Belichick after the games anymore. <laughs> you're literally you're not you're not doing it to get a legit answer. You're doing it to get a soundbite. Yeah. Like a on to Cincinnati type of moment, you know what I mean? Um it I, it just kind of is what it is.
1: I feel like if I was a reporter or, like, a beat writer for the Patriots, I would have to be drunk for every press conference. That's the only way
0: I'd have, like, the courage to ask him a question. Yeah, he, very intimidating. Um, Very intimidating. Like, seriously. Like, physically intimidating. Like, not that he can really do anything because he's kind of older, but, like, he'll just, like, stare down. Like, innocent <laughs> kids probably at a fucking internship. Like, just trying to ask a question and get their one big break. <laughs> And he'll just he'll just end your whole career. Yeah, he'll make it's, you rethink your career. It reminds me of like in those shows about like Hollywood when like something goes wrong and there's like like you'll you'll never work in this town again. <laughs> <Like you're finished. laughs> you'll never work in the NFL media business again. Um, uh, okay. I was literally just seeing if you made any halftime adjustments. <laughs> but gotcha. That's that's a fair response. A I point. just wanted to see what your
1: lineup was going to be today. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, oh, I got yeah, very thing. Go ahead. Uh, the last thing that I, that I'll say about this is kind of about baseball in general. Then imagine mm. um, I see it in football a little bit with Edelman, but imagine if uh, other sports allowed you to use substances mid-game. Mm. So That'd I've seen cool. Edelman dip. It, that's got to really? be what it is. Yeah, definitely.
0: In the like game. Ew.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's, like, all that common, but imagine, like, not to bring up your favorite sport again, but if um, mm-hmm. in uh, water polo, you could just, like, light a butt.
0: Wouldn't be very practical. No, Wouldn't but I could
1: see about. the ratings going up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> not, not really any other directions to go, Mm-mm. but, yeah, very interesting. Um, here's something else I wrote down. This was, I think, the perfect, like, way to highlight just how crazy this time was. Do you remember that scene in, in the 30 for 30 when – I don't know if it was, like, the principal. It was almost like a mini assembly in, like, an elementary school classroom. And they're, like, talking about the Sosa McGuire chase and, like, asking their kids what they think and what they're looking forward to. Could you imagine how fucking awesome that would be if you liked baseball and, like, in your fourth grade, like, morning meeting – you're, you're just basically taking bets on the Maguire versus Sosa Chase and stuff like that. that I don't think that would happen anymore.
1: No, and it's crazy because we, when when we grew up and in, in the Red Sox won for the first time in 2004, that was only six years later. I definitely mm-hmm. would have vividly remembered memories of that being brought up in school or like yeah, everyone yeah. talking about it. And that definitely wasn't the case.
0: Well, that's interesting. I remember, that's a really good point. Cause I remember it wasn't that extreme, but I remember like, you know, it'd be like, wear a red Sox shirt to school day or something like that. Um, which was still pretty cool. And I guess if you didn't like sports, you just, I don't know, looked like an idiot, but, um, that stuff's always cool. As corny as it is. Well, I do think it's like super corny and stupid. Now as an adult, um, but even like Being able to go to work and wear like a Patriots jersey or something like that, Um, maybe when you're younger, not now. Now it's just kind of stupid, but like going to school and have like Patriots day on like the Friday before a game. Yeah. Stuff like that's cool, but we're also very spoiled in the sense that very few years, one way or the other, there wasn't a major sports team, you know, deep, deep into the playoffs. Yeah. I don't really do that growing up in cleveland or like <laughs> jacksonville yeah There's i guess that's
1: like, true especially uh where the cubs hadn't won oh god since
0: stinkers harry
1: Carey's first birthday
0: yeah back in 1900 much. <laughs> <laughs> the first the first 19 um this harrison an Carey. Quote. this was this was I think this was part of that Bob Costas interview, or this might've actually been Mark McGuire saying this, but it was along the lines of justifying steroids. Cause like you said, they did really, they did touch on it a little bit towards the end. Mark McGuire had a quote in, you know, paraphrasing, but virtually saying something. And again, this is everyone's go-to bailout. Oh, I didn't know what they were. I didn't know they were illegal. I didn't really know what I was taking. Ah, uh, I was taking something and I was only taking it cause it would help me through some injuries. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I think you're smart eno- enough to know that it also gave you superhuman strength to be able to smash fucking 70 home runs in 160 games. You can't play that stupid when it comes to this stuff.
1: Dude, when you could barely like put a shirt on because your forehead doesn't fit through the fucking collar, I'd be like, That's hmm,
0: a- interesting. If you ever saw Mark McGuire and didn't know what baseball was, or I guess outside of baseball— I would never in a million years peg him as a major league baseball player. He just looked like a local dad who, like, worked out a lot <laughs> at, like, a local gym and just took a shit ton of steroids. Yeah, he just looks like a big dad. He looks like a big dad, dad goatee, wearing, like, <laughs> denim jorts, uh, golf polo tucked in. Take your pick between New Balances or Air Monarchs, obviously. Yep. Um, Some mid-level socks. and He, he definitely squeezes mono. the
1: tongs together clicks the tongs together like uh before
0: he, oh, before oh, he grabs no, the patties. i'm gonna be honest we recently got a grill at our house as a gift i've never once used it without doing a quick two or three uh pre-tong clip going out there you just oh, have no. to you
1: well, you got to make sure it's, it's actually still i don't think my
0: grill starts if i don't do it <laughs> <laughs> i think that was in the owner's manual gotta make sure they work So far, they've worked every time, but I've also (laughs) tried them every time, so I don't really have anything to to compare it to. But again, it's like, and you mentioned this earlier, a lot of the big case against steroids is, okay, it creates an unlevel playing field. Not only did most, a lot of people do it back then, but you're never going to have a like sports aren't played in a vacuum. Like you're never going to have a true level playing field for anything, you know, different home court advantages, different scenarios. Um, you know, look at like quarterback records, you're gonna get an ability to increase your numbers if you're playing with pro bowl receivers and weapons, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's, it's very hard to compare truly apples to apples across the board in these individual records because there's just so many different variables. Like, again, we talked about, like we talked about like Coors Field a couple weeks ago. If Mark McGuire or Barry Bonds played on the Rockies, they'd hit 80 home runs every year. Easy. Dude, one of the one of Sosa's home runs went into the concourse. They
1: showed it landing like in the concessions.
0: Absolutely absurd. Be-
1: behind behind like the last row of um the left field section. It it landed probably landed in someone's fucking hot dog or something. Someone probably <laughs> ate that baseball in accident because of Sammy Sosa.
0: Yeah. Someone's probably dead because they ate Excuse me, ate a home run ball hit by Sammy Sosa. So don't don't tell me these guys don't have blood on their hands. RIP. R.I.P. that guy. And a complete waste of a waste of a hot dog. And just it butterfly effect fall. from there. Who knows? You look at all this ruin in the world right now, God knows <laughs> it all could have stemmed from an innocent guy walking down the street trying to enjoy a hot dog. Oh, actually Thanks, you, know, Sammy.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny, um, In terms of like the, the fields, there were a couple quick clips there was one of uh, remember remember when the um, uh, Marlins used to play at uh, Pro Player Stadium, like the old Dolphins Stadium. Uh, yes. And center field, it would like come to a it would come to a point, and then they were like, "No, we're not going to have this end at like 4:20. We're actually going to make another smaller triangle, so it's yeah. going to go out to 4:34 <laughs> for some reason." Yeah. But that yeah, was yeah. absurd. And yeah. then uh, and then that reminded me of remember when Houston had that mound in center field.
0: Oh, yeah, like recently.
1: Yeah. I yeah, feel like I could be making this up, but did they also have a flagpole still? sticking out of that mound?
0: That seems dangerous. I, I'm probably imagining that. It was like a very elevated mound virtually. Yeah, you um, had to run a up A lot it. of weird shit like that in baseball. Like like Tampa has the fucking catwalk <laughs> above center field. Remember how annoying that was Like in Red Sox games when someone would hit it? Dude, War- like, right, Ortiz would hit that like once a, a series. series. Oh, yeah, it, easily. Easily. Ortiz made a career of hitting that goddamn thing. Like, <laughs> talk about an asterisk. Like, a quarter of his home runs went 200, 200 feet. They just went really high <laughs> and, and, hit a, and hit the catwalk. High runs. Um, some of those fields, too. Like, I think it was the Phillies' old field, Veterans Stadium, which was like playing in a fucking parking lot with, uh, <laughs> with felt rolled on top of it. Don't know how more people didn't die playing there. Um, and then So speaking, ugly, too. So ugly, dude. Any like those old like dome baseball fields were so hideous. Like from the from like the eighties. That like Toronto, Houston, like those, Montreal Expos. That shithole. Those like aren't. I don't see how those are legal to play baseball in.
1: I don't even like uh, watching highlights when I see it on on YouTube or oh, something because I'm like, it's so ugly. It looks like my screen's fucked up. <laughs>
0: you would hit a ground ball to third, and it would bounce thirty feet over the third baseman's head because it's <laughs> like hitting a hitting a. Like a bounce ball off of concrete. Yeah, um, but it also reminded me. Yeah, shout out concrete for sure. Um, it also reminded yeah. me of speaking of the pro player stadium, in Oakland had this as well. Remember, like during football baseball overlap, oh my when God. NFL would finally have like a like this, the third baseline and the fifty yard line like come <laughs> together. That looks so stupid. I hated that shit, especially when it would rain. Oh my. God. God, it would look awful. You it, would go from like the 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 you go from like the twenty to the forty, and it would be perfectly trimmed grass. You'd literally cross the fifty yard line, and it would be like a mud bowl for thirty yards, and yeah. then back to grass. And then I don't know, like I don't get how more people didn't get hurt like playing with that, or how you can't find a better solution. Like you're an NFL franchise, just build a goddamn field.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of like uh, like Bo Jackson. So like picture Bo Jackson oh, playing on the Raiders. And yeah, like, uh, I literally can. All right, um, Bo. Bo breaks out. He's about to make it to the second level of the deep,
0: and for some reason, he just uh, s- like slid into third. Bo slides into the thirty-five. <laughs> referees. One referee's calling pass interference. One referee's calling safe. So we'll get a better <laughs> eye on this on the field. Actually, wait he a minute. Forgets, he just forgets what sport he's what sport he's playing. Dude, I think we just. That's why he did that.
1: We just solved it.
0: Yeah. That's or like, why he was a two sport athlete. He had In it. baseball, he's just running down the third baseline and just truck sticks the third baseman <laughs> and just runs into home plate um, and does like a touchdown
1: dance. Yeah. He he's like trying to juke the second baseman for some reason on a double.
0: Or yeah, he's like playing center field, catches the ball, for a short second thinks he's returning a punt, and then just beelines it. <laughs> the home plate juking like other players who clearly aren't trying to tackle him and then gets like the pitcher's mound and then oh shit my yep my, my bad my bad wrong one all right two out two sorry out yeah sorry i thought it was sunday my bad all right two down third and long swing <laughs> <laughs> yeah hilarious um but yeah those are some ugly ass there's still like ugly sports venues um in general there's some ugly basketball courts too but, yeah, the, I'm, I'm really glad they made a better effort to make ma- make baseball fields great again uh, <laughs> effort really kind of picked up yeah, in, maybe. like, the early 2000s. Make right, arenas great again. Last thing I'll say about the documentary that I thought was pretty funny, and I think I saw this on Twitter. I think it was uh, one of the mixtape guys tweeted this out. It was the fact that Mark McGuire was a hitting coach for the Padres. Oh, yeah. Currently? Or before. I don't know if he's still there. That's... I don't know how you can – okay, I get it. He's still, a, he's still a good hitter, and I think he's still a valuable coach. But I'd be curious to see his teaching practices <laughs> with some of these young players. Not to mention the Padres stink, and they have stunk for quite some time. I'd be curious to get a, uh, get a little BP sesh with, with Mark McGuire and let him teach me how to hit without using steroids that are now banned yeah mark you know i can't take these right <laughs>
1: yeah the batter's just awkwardly inching away like whoa dude uh put that away
0: uh mark <laughs> can you stop trying to inject my ass with whatever that is and maybe teach me how to hit i didn't know it dude it reminds me of that dave Chappelle skit i think it was his first stand-up when he's talking about like driving in a car with his white friend it's like, ah, oh, excuse me, officer, I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know. Get out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dave,
1: I'm going to race. <laughs> so
0: good, dude. Mark, I'm going to hit one. <laughs> Chip took off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess overall, I don't know. Like going back to what I said, I just think it could have been a lot better. To, I, have such, I just have such vivid memories of that time. I really wanted to relive it. And, and I did. I mean, overall, it was fine. It was, it was good. I also still think we have, you know, post-last dance syndrome as well. I mean, that was just so good and so drawn out and so different than anything else. You know what I mean? It's like, it's going to be tough not to compare something to that for so long. Something that literally, that literally like took over the country for whatever it was, 6 5 or 6 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um and like you said, the ratings on this one sucked too. It wasn't very pro- it wasn't promoted very very well either. I only saw a couple of like commercials for it. Um if I didn't see that original one, I probably would have forgot about this as well. Like it definitely wasn't, you know, if you watch espn all week, every single second of every show, they had a last dance thing in the corner, like yeah. a fucking countdown to the next episode. Um but I don't know. It was fine. It was good. It's nice to see a little baseball. might be the last baseball we ever see, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, Could but be. But let, let's, tra- let's transition real quick. Speaking of 30 for 30s, I don't want to get too much more into it. But, dude, you texted me, or maybe I texted you or saw it somewhere. Um, but the day this drops is going to, you know, today's date, June 17th. One mm. of the more underrated 30 for 30s for sure was June 17th. Was it 1994? Mm-hmm. You recently watched that one. Catch me up to speed with what that one was about. It, it focused on a handful of different things all in one day, right? Yeah. And, go yeah. Ahead.
1: So um, I know a, lo- a lot of people wrote in, no, it, it wasn't uh, National Ingrown Tony All Day. That's actually nope. next week, um, which you have a lot of fans in the community. So stay tuned for our special episode on that. Um, yeah, it was it was a big day in sports. So it was... Rockets Knicks game five of the finals in in New York. Yes. Um, yep. the Rangers had just won the Stanley Cup, so their parade was going on. Mm-hmm. Arnold Palmer's last round in the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. The World Cup started in Chicago, mm-hmm. and then this was all sh- overshadowed when O.J. Mayo
0: juice was loose
1: of the Memphis Grizzlies got a no, parking no, no, ticket. No, 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 no,
0: No, you got that wrong.
1: No, um, he was uh he was parked in a fire lane, and I guess he fell asleep watching the Simpsons. Do I have that no, right?
0: No. O.J. Simpson killed his wife and then was fleeing the cops.
1: Ah, oh, my bad. Sorry, I was You're thinking of two thousand and four. Yes. Yes. Um. Anyways, I'm I'm glad you did clear that up for me. Now that I know no that problem. it's that's a wild thirty for thirty. Um. Dude, that a wild that it was day. Longer than an hour.
0: Yeah. Because you. I mean, each one of those events you just named could have had their own thirty for thirty. Which oh, is a yeah. crazy thing. They just happen to take place the same day at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, most of the thirty it it for, 30, for 30. thirty like focuses on OJ and the chase.
0: which yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you always that wanted the, to drive. That was the th- biggest story, obviously.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because they were like, they were talking about how they had to update, um, all the the current sports events like mid broadcast. They would mm-hmm. start talking about the OJ thing, which um, oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. always wanted to drive a, a Ford Bronco as a kid because of this, didn't you?
0: It definitely motivated me to want to drive, um, one day. So do yes, you, certainly.
1: Do you, do you think the chase was um, good for business?
0: For OJ? For, for, for Ford cars? No, certainly not. <laughs> um, I don't. I definitely don't. No, but some uh, say that was the death of the Bronco.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even think that they um, they sell it anymore. But yeah, anyways, documentary is cool because it represents like convergence of a bunch of things at once. And I mm. feel like the only other time that this happens the rest of the year is either October when all four sports are playing. Um, yep. April is kind of cool because you have hockey and basketball playoffs, the Masters are on, and you have March Madness. Mm. So I always look forward to
0: that. Mm. And then, yep. of course, call.
1: July when you have the Sandcastle Championships and mm-hmm. um, under, underwater chess tournaments, which <laughs> it's uh, that's, that's a big time for me. That's a niche category. But yeah, it brings brings back a lot of memories. Some good, are some bad. Are you doing
0: your your annual um, sandcastle building championship cookout this year at your house, or is COVID kind of kind of um, put a yeah. wrinkle on that?
1: Uh, I got to talk to the wife about that. Um, we can
0: always do it on Zoom. Mm, I guess. That's true. I mean, everyone's going to be on Zoom that day, so the servers are probably going to crash. But we'll we'll cross that bridge when sand. we get there.
1: Yeah, sand is going to be scarce that day
0: for sure. Uh, um, hundred percent agree with you. But yeah, that that was insane. Um, I I definitely need it. There's so many I need to watch again. I'm just going through Wikipedia. First of all, there's so many. And second of all, I don't. Do you even remember what originally Thirty for Thirty was? I thought it was like thirty movies and thirty. It was a thirty-year. It was thirty movies by thirty filmmakers or something like that, right? Was there thirty years? Was that significant for something too?
1: I don't. I can't tell if you're being serious. I I think you're actually right with the first thing.
0: Yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't think
1: that years were involved. I don't
0: No, that. I didn't know if it was like the 30 year anniversary like of something, like a VSBN or something like that. But there was definitely some some there was definitely a, a reason for 30 for 30. Was right? it
1: 30 movies that were originally supposed to be 30 minutes? Maybe?
0: No. No, I think it was I know it was 30 films by 30 different filmmakers. That's literally oh. the tactic okay um but obviously they just kept making them because they're good like there's so many there's got to be close to at least 50 of these things maybe 60 but i'm just going through now i mean let me see here without bias was phenomenal the one about len bias that 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 story i remember my dad used to tell me that story like when i was younger and it never really clicked till i watched the documentary that I think that's got to be one of the most underrated stories of all time. Like mm-hmm. people really don't talk about it as much as they should. Yeah, That would be the equivalent of – honestly, that would be the equivalent of Zion Williamson dying after he was drafted. Yeah, drafted by the Warriors. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, yeah, exactly. Drafted by the top – exactly. Good point. Good point. Coming off potentially the greatest team of all time, you somehow work your way into getting the best college player – at that time, arguably one of the greatest college players of all time, clean as a whistle, every checks, all the boxes does cocaine the next day and fucking dies. Like that is a store. That's a, that's, that's a sports story right there. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, it would let us completely change like
1: the, uh, the Celtics dynasty.
0: Oh dude. Absolutely. They could absolutely.
1: have overtaken the bulls, the early bulls. Um,
0: hundred percent. Who knows they where, the, where went, the Celtics would be right now. That was after the 86 season, right? Uh, hmm that's that you're coming off what some people argue is the greatest team of all time. And then, exactly, then you just got Zion. Then you got LeBron. Then you got however you want to look at it. And then he dies. Um, Legend of Jimmy the Greek. Have you seen that one? That one was pretty, pretty good. No, is that is like, that about gambling? Yeah, it is. Really good. Um, the U's are both phenomenal. Winning time, Reggie Miller. You said you watched that one recently. That one's incredible. Big fan. That, that one's good because it's a lot of like... It wasn't very like... I don't know how to put this, like very like filmy. Like it was pretty like raw footage yeah. of just like those games up like personal accounts. It's basically a lot of Spike Lee and a lot of well, Reggie Miller, obviously. Um, but it focused a lot it focused a lot on the Knicks, right? Yeah, John Starks. How, how much he got
1: fucking clowned by Reggie Miller for like just yep. years straight. John Starks stinks,
0: dude. He gets clowned by everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the um, original
1: uh, the original grocery store employee to to a professional yeah, athlete
0: certainly the first um, Kurt warner jordan rides the bus that was another slept on one mm, really good shout here's out to the, the ultimate dude this is the ultimate slept on 30 for 30 in the entire collection one night in vegas have you seen that one?
1: Oh yes tupac tyson
0: dude it's never on i can never find it anywhere i don't even think i've seen it from beginning to end i've seen like clips of it that's and again i don't maybe they did that purposely because it's you know, pretty controversial subjects, sort of, I guess. I don't know. Um, But when you're like putting together the premise for a sports, for any sort of documentary, that is right up there with about as good as you can get for like an interesting and cool like time to focus on. Mike Tyson, arguably the like one of the most popular dominating athletes of the time. Mm -hmm. And Tupac Shakur, who's actually speaking that, is his birthday today or his death day? Something about Tupac's going around today. Yeah, I did not see 2- that on social media. Birthday, maybe? It's one of the two. Mm. Um, like, that's just fucking crazy. The documentary, from what I remember, was good. But again, you never hear about it. Like, I don't think they've ever played it again. I haven't really seen it anywhere. It wasn't... Remember when these these were all on Netflix for a while, too? And I think they're on ESPN Plus now, which I don't have. Um, but I'd love to go back and watch that one. Four Days in October. If you're a Red Sox fan, that one is outstanding. Mm-hmm. That's season one. Season, oh, season two comes out on fire. Kicks off, with the, kicks off with the Fab Five, which is probably top ten for me. Oh, yep. Another slept on one, Catching Hell, which is the Steve Bartman one, speaking of the Cubs. Speaking of miserable existence, that yeah. poor fucking guy. Holy <laughs> shit. What a story that was. He would that have rather been Mickey Mantle. Easily. I remember that, I remember following that one in real time. That one, we talk about things like during Twitter, that would have been phenomenal. People like with, with raw video footage of like watching this guy get shit on by everyone around him, you know what I mean? And like all those like uh, camera phone accounts and following him out of the stadium and just getting like a hashtag like, I don't know, fuck Steve Bartman <laughs> trending on Twitter. Or oh my god, like that.
1: He, he's lucky that happened in 03 and not 10 years later because yeah.
0: The Lord. He already dead.
1: had the the death threats to face, but if he had like an internet mob
0: after him, oh, done. Yeah, done. Side note: I remember if you remember this trivia question. Do you remember who the outfielder was who was involved in that play? I do. Do you? I do.
1: <laughs> Shoot on the count Alou? of three, we say it.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. One, One two, two, three. three. Moises, Moises Alou. Alou. Okay. Do you know about Moises Zulu's pre at bat ritual? Oh, does it involve bodily fluids? Yeah, he used to piss on his hands, right? (laughs) (laughs) Piss on his gloves. Yeah, it's a weirdo. I I do that, but I'm in sales, so it's a little different. (laughs) I'm in, I'm in, i face-to-face B2B sales, so I always <laughs> piss on my hands before closing a deal. Uh, um, yeah,
1: if we if we uh, if we seal the deal, then I piss on the customer's hands.
0: Oh, hey, you know what they say in business? Deal ain't a deal until you piss on each other's hands and shake on it. <laughs> um, shake here, it and then shake on it. <laughs> oh, we're gonna shake on it, buddy. Um, that dude, that would be a great. I could see me, you, and Corey Walker going on a two-hour rant. <laughs> Just literally <laughs> focused on that business practice. Got to get him on the show soon. Another slept oh, on sure. one. This might take forever. I'm only in season two. Another slept on one is Unguarded, the one about Chris Heron. Yep. Amazing story. My Ari, met, Ari went to a – she didn't meet him. But she went to like – he spoke at like one of your local schools or colleges or something. I was so fucking pissed I didn't go. I had no idea who this guy was. And then I watched this documentary like a week later and she's like, Oh yeah. Like that guy was at my school the other day. He's really cool. Um, that would have been really cool to go. Uh, so shout out Ari for not inviting me. So we'll, we'll talk about that later. Not um, shout out
1: to the reason that Chris Heron like had a 30 for 30 about him.
0: No, definitely. Definitely not going to shout out heroin addiction at oh. all. Cause we don't, we don't stand for that. Um, do shout out turning your life around and do shout out. Yeah. Uh, Rick Pitino coach of the Boston Celtics at the time. He got into a little grease as well. So um, I don't know if we should shout out. Are we officially canceling Rick Patino? I think, uh, let's Is see. he been canceled? I feel like he was canceled. They gave him another shot, and then he did some more shady shit. And now he's like double canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the only thing, I, I know we, don't, we probably don't want to get
1: into a rabbit hole with this. The mm. two sketchy things I remember about him so he was involved in some sort of like I don't know cheating on his wife and and he like mm-hmm. prematurely came. That mm. was like the first thing, and then he <laughs> got involved with the Louisville scandal, which that's crazy that that uh yeah that's I was leaning more
0: towards yeah I was leaning to the story that he got hookers for his recruits. Um, that's kind of the one that I was really grabbing.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay, but yeah, uh,
0: number two, yep. Yeah, we'll stay with number two. You brought up this one a while ago. Speaking of all-time great athletes and completely normal-looking people. Uh, the Marinovich Project. <laughs> oh, my God. Pete Marinovich, who looks like a, f- a hybrid of um, Carrot Top and the older brother from Pete and Pete, that show that used to be on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Somehow <laughs> is an elite level quarterback. That's uh, why they
1: named him Pete.
0: Yeah. A few of these others I don't, I haven't really seen. Uh, broke, another phenomenal one. That was one of the first ones I saw. It was Broke. What's um, that one what about? About the athletes going broke.
1: I don't understand have the no connection one? between the title and the material.
0: <laughs> have you really not seen that one? No,
1: no, I haven't. Is Antoine
0: Walker in that? Whoa, whoa! You, re- you swear to God, you haven't seen that one? No. Really? Yes. Correct. It's it's by, it's by <laughs> far one of the best ones. Antoine right. Walker, I think, is in it. Uh, Cliff Floyd, Bernie Kosar, Andre Rison. I'm just reading some of the people here. Uh, you name it. You name it. Andre Rison? Yes. Was Did. he the one who, who got his house burned down by Left Eye? Uh,
1: Wow. I do not know his story at all, but w- was he on the Pats at one point?
0: Mm, I don't think so. I think he was on Atlanta for a while. I think oh, he was okay. the guy dating Lisa Left Eye Lopez, who she burnt his house down.
1: Mm, you know sure. what I'm talking There's about? Two sides to every story. So,
0: Okay. <laughs> no, um, I, I do not know that story, though. And you don't know that movie? Sounds like flames were rising. You... You don't know that story. Ari knows that story. <laughs> <laughs> I I've you know never about heard that story. You know about Lisa Left Eye Lopez, right? She burned her like boyfriend's house down and went crazy. She nodded yes. She knows it. I guess he was a scrub. You know Lisa Left Eye Lopez is dead, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew that.
0: Okay, I'm just trying to
1: car accident. I think
0: let's let's move on uh before we cancel ourselves andre Ryzen
1: should have chased the waterfall if uh, okay we're moving if she put if she burned his house he could have used that go ahead sorry it
0: wasn't maybe it wasn't andre Ryzen. i don't know whatever
1: drummond i don't know
0: it might have been andre drummond i don't know (laughs) moving on let's wrap up a few more there's just so many um bad boys obviously here's a slept on one price of gold the one about nancy kerrigan in um, what's your name? Tanya Harding. Have you seen that one? Yep. Phenomenal. So. Some say it's the prequel to uh, Blades of Glory, starring Will Ferrell and <laughs> um, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> uh, All right. Last last few. This one, this in my opinion, is the most disappointing thirty for thirty. Maybe even rivaling Long Gone Summer. Uh, playing for the Mob. Have you seen that one? No really that one could have been so good. It was about, I'll just read you the description, how mafia associate Henry Hill, who's the guy from Goodfellas orchestrated a point shaving scheme, including Boston college basketball narrated by Ray Liotta, who portrayed him in Goodfellas. Oh, that could have been so much better. I didn't, I didn't think it was that good. That's about as cool of a story as you can get.
1: I actually really like that one.
0: Maybe I'll have to watch it again. I remember when I first watched it, I was disappointed, but I might have to watch it again. Um, I mentioned this the other day. I think this baseball 30 for 30 was 10 times better than the, the Mark McGuire one. But the day the series stopped about the earthquake in the A's Giants World Series in the 80s. Have you seen that one? Yep. That is insane. That, that was, twi- if Twitter was around, that would be crazy. Literally live tweeting an earthquake during, during the middle of the World Series.
1: I don't even think that you could, like, could people even tweet?
0: No, no service. Excellent call. No service. No service. No sidewalks. Plenty of problems.
1: No shirt. No service.
0: Uh, lot, lots of lot, lots of negative things going on <laughs> that after, but anyway, I, I think the last dance just really kind of reinvigorated these thirty for thirties. I honestly could like take a week off and just like watch them all. Um, there's probably only a handful I have no interest in seeing. But to your point earlier, they're focused around sports I have no interest in. Like, you know, there's a few like I don't know, like bicycling ones and there's a few good really good boxing ones. Chasing Tyson, that was another one I forgot about. That one is really good about Holy mm-hmm. Feet Tyson's rivalry. The one about the eighty five Bears was phenomenal. Um a couple others, but I'd actually oh I'll end on this one. What about the the XFL one? I haven't seen that. This was the XFL, or what was it called? It's exactly what it was called. That one was phenomenal. Um, anything with Vince McMahon, I think, is just a phenomenal product. Um, so this is, this is no different. We'll have to put a poll out there or something. I'm curious what other people would say about some of theirs. I'm sure there's some we didn't mention that maybe we're sleeping on. Who knows? Um, but I don't know. I was, I was actually really looking forward to a, a really fun discussion about that movie or that you know, 30-for-30 30 30 about Sammy Sosa-McGuire, similar to how we did for Last Dance. But overall, I was just a little disappointed. Maybe I'll give it another shot. I might watch it over the weekend or something.
1: Yeah, we, we yeah. do have a, a long, drawn summer this year.
0: Certainly. Wow, talk about a headline.
1: Yeah, that's that New York Post pedigree rubbing off on me.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, well, let's end it there. Good stuff today. Now I just want to go watch 30 for 30s all night um, but unfortunately I have to deal with my dog who's trying to sneak her way onto the show. Doesn't understand we have a waiting list but <laughs> let's sign off there I'll let you get back. Thanks for the support thanks for listening. Uh, peace Later We out of here baby
1: We out of here baby We out of here baby this Swag out of hundred climbing baby. Yeah. Life of a dawn, lights keep blowing. Coming in the club with that fresh shit on, with something crazy on my own. Uh uh uh, here's another hit, Barry Fun.